asshole. And then I changed. Yeah, my because pants. he had. Well, that's. Well, you have to explain it. Like he has a curly tail. Oh. We're good. All right, we're starting now. Yeah. Do you want to start? This is Radio Gold <laughs> talking about Sean. I'm talking about my dog. Da- oh, he's so cute. We're looking at Sarah Tiana's dog. Sarah Tiana. I'm you've here. You've seen her on Chelsea lately. The that soup investigates, a... and Jeff Ross is the bird. This we looks... have a, such a professional producer that well, sends all the credits to us. You, you also, the, your dog looks like your dog in a painting. You could be playing poker in a, in yeah. a painting, your dog. He has a natural the only painting Sean knows. He has a natural crown. That was a you know, the famous Rembrandt <laughs> where the dogs play the poker. You know that one. I set myself As we're sitting at a one. poker table. As we're sitting at a yeah, As we're sitting at a poker Exactly. So it was fitting. Yeah, oh, it is fitting. Um, we were talking about being single right beforehand, and I, it's my, you know, like, I, I, Sean, and I just wanted to warn you, yeah. every trip that I go to your apartment now, <laughs> I see the physical manifestation of Marielle thinking about leaving you. <laughs> you mean you see examples of, well, like, yeah. like, clues in a murder clues mystery in a murder <laughs> mystery of why Sean's going to be single soon. Well, what did you see? Well, because, the thing. first we're off, very Marielle, different. like, yeah. Marielle, you know, she was never fat. But she's lost about, I guess, 60 pounds since what? you guys have... Yeah, well, probably. That's a lot. 60 pounds since they started dating. And every magazine that I, I go, that's like lying around Sean's apartment, is like Runner's Weekly. <laughs> it's like Healthy Choice. It's all this stuff that like somebody who's really killing it <laughs> buys. And then you go into the refrigerator and there's like kale, like, you know, like kale slaw. Yeah, she's Or like, healthy. you know, like organic juices. And then you see Sean and it's like literally... A Guinness and like a Reese's Pieces, <laughs> and like it's just such a disconnect. Sean will have this thing where he'll lose five pounds, but then he'll gain seven <laughs> over two weeks. It'd be like, I'm, and then you'll hear all you like. Mario's like, oh, prepping for this marathon, and Sean is like, walk to the laundromat today. And he's, ask, he's acting really proud of it. He's gonna like be there to support her at the end. He's like, can I bring my chair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, thank God you got a great personality. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, you know, Dan, I think <laughs> we're kind of in the same boat here. You're not mystery. Universe. I don't have a great personality, <laughs> but I but have, you have an okay personality. I have lost uh, ten pounds since going to Los Angeles. Actually, fifteen. Really? Yeah. Most people lose weight when they go to New York because they have to walk more. Well, he's um, been more conscious. I've been of working it. out and I've been oh. eating. This is like I'm like a middle-aged housewife. I've bought like ten lean cuisines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like a divorce, divorce yeah, head. You're like well, a 50-year-old divorce day, head. I almost I had like a piece of fruit for breakfast yesterday. Then I had half a chicken and mm-hmm. some pretzels. And then I had a lean cuisine, which isn't bad. A <laughs> lean cuisine. And then after I, I work on the elliptical, and then I watched <laughs> DVDs from my bathtub. It and was how the much most mom day ever. To renew you... your Curves membership every month. <laughs> 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 uh, you watch a quarterly plan with them. Actually. You watch DVDs from your bathtub? Well, I put it on my sink. How did you watched... gloss over that? Hold on. You have it set up that you can watch TV no, from your bathtub? No, it's the laptop. You put it on the sink, and I watched... Uh, Oh, Dan is going to commit suicide no, with a laptop not. in his bed. I may commit suicide, but it has nothing to <laughs> yeah. do. I feel subcon- self-conscious because I'm the only one wearing headphones right now. I, it's too I took echoey. Them off because, well, yeah, I, also, oh, yeah. I took them off because uh, the, the pad came off. Do you have another pair of headphones? I can have or, mine. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I love that you're eating lean cuisine. I am trying to look, I'm look, trying to look good for you, Sarah. <laughs> uh, I, well, was, well, I was 260 years yeah. ago, and then I got down to... 215 mm-hmm. and then um i bulked up again you know because i tried drinking again which yeah. me and sarah could talk about and i bulked <laughs> up immediately to 250 but i say bulked up i fatted up i mean but that's why yeah, bulked uh, up that me, sounds way better yeah. when you say bulked up you're like that implies there's muscle involved yeah. I, um i'm always like 
you know, people are like, you know, like I'm all, I feel like I'm always dieting, you know, not dieting, but I'm just like conscious, you know, like yeah. you have to be because but you're a healthy you eater to begin your, with. Yeah, kind of, but not yeah. really. I mean, uh, yesterday I made a uh, red lobster cheddar bay biscuit. So oh my I mean, God, that's kind of like, <laughs> and I love to. But cook. that was like a treat for you, right? Uh, yeah, kind of like every weekend kind of treat thing. <laughs> like I, I, yeah. I, I like biscuits. I like gravy. I like making. Where are you from again? I'm from the south, so yeah, you, I like cooking like the southern best, food. That's the best. Like when you have the southern accent, you just hear a tinge. Yeah, and then it sounds like really great. <laughs> But if you go like full southern, just you lose yeah. that completely. Wait, oh, like dueling banjo. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I made. I like biscuits. The yeah, then it goes, get the fuck out of my house. Like that's the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they do get served with a shotgun. Yeah. You have like a good like designing women accent. <laughs> yeah, well that's like old south. They that's had, like they, old south. They yeah. had, you know, like they had like that governor. You know, governor. like governor, at, you know, like that kind like, of like Savannah. You don't understand. Yeah. They'd be worse off if they weren't slaves. Yeah. Like that type I mean, where would they live? Bless their little hearts. They just don't know it. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> You'd be a wonderful plantation owner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jamie Foxx used to have me play like, uh, like, like really mean like white girls and like all of his script reads because I oh, really? always had like, like that that southern like patronizing. Like, like accent that I could do. That's the best. That. Christian like, Finnegan no. was in that. He was on our show, and he did that Tyler Perry, like whatever one of those fucking shows that's on TBS forever. Uh -huh. Yeah, it was like in the house. Yeah, and like, he like played the white neighbor, and I'm like, what's your? So what is your process? He goes, I just make every line mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's like, pretty much. That's yeah. my that's my choice. Everyone, I try to be. But as it's mean as actually possible. so fun because well, yeah. I'm like so not mean. So if I'm just that like I just like can really harness like but those kinds of southern people are always mean to me. Oh really? Yeah. So like sure. that's very easy character to harness. And also like the, the white character yeah. in a black sitcom is there to be the dick. And, yeah. well, and like to be the, a, idiot the foil dick. and the dick. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. you know, like the frat person. Like, because my favorite movies are any movies where black people rise above through extracurricular activities. Like, that's <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> and, and so, like, I like drumline and stuff like that? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty. Like, remember the Titans? Oh, yeah. You know, like, like the great debaters, <laughs> stuff like that. You know, like, oh, you mean, like, socially, like, like back, like, like rising up, rising yeah. above, oh, yeah. like, racism and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the Titans is a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's a good that one. That was an extracurricular activity. The most racist role in almost every, like, I, when it gets like overlooked is Ernie Hudson's role in Ghostbusters oh, yeah. because like every other Ghostbuster <laughs> is like yeah you know I've been studying science for like 10 years and then Ernie Hudson comes in and goes if you're paying me, I don't have a problem. Like, he's <laughs> never had any ghost busting experience before this. Uh -huh. He knows he was, nothing like, a bus about science. Driver you have to have a black person there when you see a ghost because then you don't understand how horrifying it is if, if a black person doesn't see it. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh shit! <laughs> like, very, it's like you know, you have to take a black person to a magic show or you won't have fun. <laughs> you won't have fun. Like, what is that voodoo? <laughs> yeah. I think that was racist. <laughs> um, but yeah, the first time we met, I. You know, we were saying this off air. It was, and we've talked about this on the show before, yeah. but uh, I was going through a lot. That um, was in January. I then. was decided to drink. I think it was in February. Oh, February. Okay. It was the Traverse City comedy, which I'm okay talking about it now because I'm going to probably turn it into a bit. Um, but uh, oh, good. Yes. Yeah, I, so. <laughs> I was at. I was at. Work it out here. We're working out here. But I remember you were so sweet to me because I was like relapsing all weekend. This is the thing: is the comics loved me. I think there, mm -hmm. but everybody who's running the festival 
wanted none of me. <laughs> it was like the because co- I feel like if you're really fucking up around comics, it's the only profession where they get comforted because yeah. they're like, oh, I'm not this right now. Or we just know how to deal with that because that's right. like something we grew up with. We're like, oh yeah, yeah, well, you'll be fine. You, let me ask you this because sometimes you exaggerate. Dan exaggerates. Well, how was it? Bad how was how time? bad was he? Be honest. Like, how, uh, was it? Was yeah, it like you a, were just stumbling? Like a, and I remember night. like uh, I got up on stage and. I made a comment about how the, like, I was, like, doing a bit, and then I was like, oh, my God, this beer smell, I mean, this microphone smells so much like beer. And the whole crowd, like, went crazy laughing. And uh, I was like, oh, like, you were they, after Dan. I was after Dan. <laughs> and, like, they could have, I guess they could have, t- they could tell, too. We were at, like, some opera house or something, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the opera house yeah, of all yeah, places. Yeah. I mean, like, and I've never had that. I've Even when I've relapsed, it's never fucked up my career, and this is why I stopped. Because of that weekend, it could have fucked up your It did. I mean, but it it, I mean, up. I got you know, it was good money, and the people who ran the festival were great. Oh yeah, yeah. So there was no excuse. I bought them all iTunes gift cards afterwards. Oh, that's so nice. I didn't. I, um, Michael well, Moore. Well, you also, you also didn't like, fuck up. Yeah. Oh, Michael I, Moore was there. He liked you. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, he's a nice guy, but I, no, he doesn't like me by the end because by the end of it, we were all running towards the next plane. They booked him real close, and he he took like the uh, I don't know. He took like the mono, the monorail, and I ran. So I was like, oh, we're not going to make it. And I get, and he's like, halt. He texts me, like, hold the plane. Halt. And then I get in, and I try to hold the plane. They go, we can't hold the plane. we got to go. And then oh, I text God. Michael Moore, and I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. I couldn't hold the plane. He goes, but I'm outside the door. <laughs> and that was the last time I ever heard of Michael Moore. <laughs> Although I did text him, like, can you tweet my album out? And, <laughs> oh, God. and I said, I'm so sorry, but there's nothing I could do. In that yeah. situation, so um, and but you probably obsessed over that for like two weeks. I felt well, the whole trip I felt awful about. Well, didn't you and Sinbad have a thing or something? Well, what happened was I didn't know I met Sinbad, <laughs> and then the next day I was in the green room apologizing to everyone I saw because here's the story. Oh, I remember that. Here's yeah. the thing: is I have flight anxiety. I decided to take Valium, and we were on this tiny plane, me and Tig Notaro right. and Michael Moore. Uh, and I was so jittery that I started like downing vodka to get the Valium down because I thought we were gonna die. And then of course that led to me. Was not there being crazy able to turbulence? Stop. Or are you just thinking it was a head? small plane? No, it was fine. Yeah. Uh, but the pilots didn't make me feel any better by going like, "Hey, you guys got any weed? Bring it up here." I'm like, "No." <laughs> uh, but well, I gotta be. I gotta side with you on that one. No pilot yeah, should ever no say that. No pilot should be saying yeah. that. So I'm getting fucked up. And then at this point, Michael Moore. Decides to talk to us about why he thinks OJ's innocent. Oh right, so that's his I'm new like, movie. this is is it? Yeah, that's his new documentary coming out. Oh, that's why uh, OJ's innocent. Yeah. Oh, so he's completely lost it. Yeah, I. I don't know. He, he I makes don't a know. pretty. I wrote good a book called "If I Did It," which was basically <laughs> a confession of the murder. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sarah's getting work on OJ's new sketch show. She's <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't wanna, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was like. You know, blotto from that. And then, I mean, I just felt so bad. Because I don't remember, I don't know how, I don't think I bombed, but I didn't do well. It was one of those things. Oh, yeah, I think you did very well. Did I? Yeah, I think you did fine. It was fine, but I remember, like, you and Bronger did way better. And I was just like, I didn't know where. And then somebody posted on my wall, like, you looked out of it. And I felt, I felt just so bad. I would apologize. It's really what's made me not pick up again, especially... Mm-hmm. At before shows, I've picked up since then, but I haven't done it before a show. Picked and up. I have like four months back sober now. And by the time this comes out, I'll probably have close to uh, 
you know, like seven months or something because we're so backlogged with episodes. But I remember the one thing that I was really, okay, so I'm getting ahead of myself. The next mm-hmm. day I'm in the green room. I'm apologizing to everybody. Mm-hmm. And Sinbad enters. <laughs> I've never met Sinbad before. I thought before. you were still drunk. Yeah, so I think. Oh. And he goes, damn. And I'm like. Fuck. Oh. And the first words out of my mouth are, I'm sorry, because yeah. I don't know what he gives. And he is the coolest, but he goes like, you tried to get me t- to take you to the ghetto to buy crack. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. And, uh, and and Sinbad, and this so is because Sinbad's a black dick person. When you're do you know drunk. what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, yeah, I mean, it was racist. Yeah, like, right. Because yeah. he's a sober black guy, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I'm not even known as like a Cat Williams dude, you know yeah. what I mean, who would be... So I apologized. He thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And then luckily that night, Dave Foley took his dick out on stage. Yeah. So everyone had forgotten about my thing because Foley was even a bigger disaster yeah. the night before. He took his dick before. out on stage? For a long time. Like, Why? didn't just flash it. Like, just kept his pants down and talked for, like, a couple jokes. <laughs> this is, that was on Paul Provenza's show, right? That was on the... Yeah, uh, that was on Paul Provenza's show. Who, he's always improv. having a good time, no matter what. Yeah, that well, like, it's like one of those ones, you know, where they put the... The uh, the topic of the joke that you have to do behind you. Oh, and you have to make list? up a joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what was yeah. it? Yeah, take your penis. No, out. he just ended up doing that. I think he was just like maybe bombing, and he thought that would work. That would be funny. Yeah. I think he oh. did. He was like, if you guys, you know, don't do this, that I'm gonna take my dick out, and then they just cheered for it. So he did. Oh no! But just like left it. Oh, it's so disheartening. Yeah. And it then was... I think I think Tony had to go up after that, and then Sinbad. Yeah. Tony and who? then Sid Hinchcliffe. Hinchcliffe. Oh, okay. And then. And then Sinbad went up for like forty minutes, but I've known Sinbad for a really long time. Yeah. So I, I, uh, he never said anything to me though. Like he would say something to me, like that guy's crazy, you know. Right. He would say something. That's to what me. I'm saying. Sometimes you think he it's worse than yeah. He thinks it's worse than it is. Well, he Sinbad's you're probably just regular drunk, and you're like, I'm so drunk. I was not regular drunk because the next night the old lady who's at the box office. Mm-hmm. Uh, said, we heard a lot about you last night that I've never met before. <laughs> well, she was also that an old lady. lady. She's she was an old lady. Well, apparently I was at a jazz piano bar <laughs> at the end of the night just like yelling Bruce Springsteen songs for the guy to play. And it was not a cool, it was like, a, it was a jazz piano. It wasn't a piano bar <laughs> where you can yell. It was yeah. a jazz piano bar. Yeah, uh, And I'm not condoning what you did at all, but like a lot of the people in that town are just so like uh, square a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like when yeah, I if it was Montreal, like, probably wouldn't have been a they, problem. They, you know? But you would never do it. In they Montreal. said no, something to me too. Like drunk they said that I that yeah. I like uh, that my material was really really blue, and I was like, no, it's no, not. it's not. No, it's not at all. Like I don't. I, I definitely oh, they talk were, about they were sex. Uptight. That's what it was. You were yeah. drunk in an uptight city. Yeah, well, that's what I've, it was. And it's bit. also Michigan, so it's like it's so cold and and sucky there that like. But anyway, it was a great festival. You should just pulled your dick out. So awesome. And I really wish that I hadn't fucked it up. Um, I've know. only seen that one other time when somebody pulls their dick out, but they didn't. They didn't actually do it. It was what's his name? Remember, um, in New York, it was Ed Murray. Remember Ed Murray? Yeah, Ed Murray. And actually, actually shitty... turned out. This is a, a lesson of why people should quit comedy. <laughs> because Ed Murray quit comedy two years in. He he writes for Nintendo now. He works at or works at Nintendo. Has a beautiful girlfriend. I think they're married now, and lives in Seattle. Nice. So he won. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, he was it was all right. I mean, it was kind of funny, but But he was never. He probably was never gonna like be able to do it professionally. Not to be shitty. Maybe not. Maybe not. But it was like up in the air. It wasn't like a wasn't a sure thing. And then he won. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he was. It was a shitty bar show at this place that was the gross. It was um. 
Limerick House or whatever it was. Yeah. And there was these, and the craziest part about it, it was he waved his dick in his hand at blind people. Oh. Did I, did I tell you this? Well, they were dicks, right? They were dicks. They kept, They were heckling. These blind guys oh. were heckling. So he yeah. starts making fun of these blind guys, and then literally he goes, I'm going to pull my dick out if you don't shut the fuck up. And whatever, like, loses his mind, and then pulls it out of his pants, and then just like waves it with his hand over it, and then puts it back in. So he never, he never actually saw it. So he just kind of oh, like, right. he kind of just grabbed it and like shook it around. And yeah. these guys, and then he just, uh, God, that was a shit and then like, and right, like right in their faces, like right in these blind dudes' faces. <laughs> Like, I'm talking like he, like, moved forward so that he would be right there. So, and they, like, didn't know that he was doing it. And, and someone and it had to explain somebody, it to him. Well, that, like, and then the lady, the, their handler was with them and just started giving Ed the finger from from her seat. Just started <laughs> giving the finger. And then I don't even think they left. They, they stayed for the whole either. show. <laughs> what? No, they couldn't, they couldn't see that no, They couldn't see that shit either, no. Yeah, they, uh, yeah. Well, that's, was... I think it's, like, so many times, though, uh, like, a festival setting is where that kind of stuff happens because, like, it's you. You don't as comics. We don't all get to hang out with each other yeah. for a week in a foreign town. Like we're if we see each other, it's in New York or Ships LA where we live. But yeah, we're all headlining in different clubs all over the country yeah. all the time. So when we're all in one city headlining, it's kind of fun, and that's why like and Miami. Also there's no pressure because everyone's doing like 15 minutes. No one's like yeah, doing like that's how oh, that's no why it's the pressure. best. Yeah. And the people from the festival excited that you're there, and they're buying you drinks, and they're buying every you know like they're paying yeah. for. All kinds of fun stuff. That was what happened to me in Miami when Sean and I were. How? Yeah. What happened? Well, with we, you did, in Miami? we did the Miami Comedy Festival together. South Beach Comedy South Festival. South Beach Comedy Festival. And, you know, and like it was like uh, two years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah about two so years it was ago. In April. It was the last time they had like the new talent shows. Everybody else in the show and the festival was like a really big name. Right. And they their their quote unquote new faces was like was me, Sarah, Chris Stefano, Michael else? Che, Michael Che, and Brooks Whelan. Yeah. And. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, it was a good. And and but then it was out these outdoor shows that were just horrendous. But it's also. But you're saying you got loaded when you were there, huh? That, that was your reason for stopping drinking. Yeah, well, because uh, and I tell this story on stage, but like I was so uh, messed up, and uh, and then I woke up in another uh, person's room, and oh shit! <laughs> oh yeah. no, they were in my room actually. And then he. That's right. He went to leave. Comic. And, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he said two things to me. The first thing he said was, uh, I'm sorry I peed in your closet. And I was like, that's me too. And then uh, and then he like walked out the door, but then like rushed back in. And I was like, oh, maybe he's going to like tell me I look pretty or ask me to breakfast or I something. Wanted, uh, and he goes, still wanted a compliment. I don't even know. I didn't. Uh, not really. But, yeah. uh, and he, he goes, uh, did I leave my skateboard in here? And I was like, I'll see you later. Oh, I know exactly. I know who it yeah, was. Exactly. I was trying to think who it is. I yeah. know. Well, oh yeah, I'm not gonna say. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I was like, it was oh, Sinbad. God. Uh, yeah. It so was Sinbad. I was like, I need to stop drinking. Well, also like the next night, I ended up hooking up with some like British guy, <laughs> and Man. he was like upset about it, and I was like, what? Like oh, I was really? just like so freaked out. He was so- upset about it. The other, I think I know who this comic is, and if it is who I think it is, that's not a horrible poll. <laughs> Can I say this? Yeah. I said the name already. Yes, you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can. I can yeah. tell. Yeah. Um, All those times I've seen Christy Stefano on a skateboard. <laughs> I don't know how to work this thing. We can cut out whatever you want out of yeah. it. Don't worry. Oh no, I uh, don't care. But yeah, so that's a but that's a true story. And then I stopped drinking for like a month and a half, almost two months, because I was just like, no, I can't do that. But it's also like Comedy Central, like like G- Georgie was like, uh, she would like we would start with tequila and Coronas. 
Like yeah. that was what we oh, start the night are, with. Those guys are nuts over there. Yeah. They'll yeah. do whatever. Yeah, I can't, I can't drink that much anymore. They can, I can't drink they, like they, that No, me neither. No. Well, the thing is, too, they Especially in the daytime. All. Because they were starting the daytime. Oh. And I can't mm. start in the daytime. Mm-mm. Like, I feel like those industry people can, like, drink and they can handle their shit. Yeah. yeah. Whereas comics are so emotionally fucked that we no. can't. So they're like, yeah, shots. Then let's go get something. And we're like, shots, call the ex-girlfriend, punch a wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? And it's, yeah. It's just not Ride as... my skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> Pee in yeah. a couple closets. I was actually out with a friend of mine who's a writer here uh, recently. Uh, we were at Dave & Buster's because I'm an adult. I was there last like weekend for Brent Sullivan's birthday. It's the be best Is that Dave & Buster's? Yeah. yeah. And they have a pressure luck game, which is the best. Oh, do they? So no whammies pressure yeah. luck? Oh, yeah, that's good. And also, like the gift, like where you can buy stuff with your tickets, they have like crock pots and stuff, like something so. <laughs> so you're getting like adult stuff yeah, at like, the Dave so and Buster's. Yeah. yeah, you're right. They do have crock it's pots. So weird. I've seen it. Why do they have that? Are there people going to furnish their apartments from Dave and Buster's? Maybe, maybe you just need it. And you're yeah. like, I'll spend twenty thousand. Imagine the disappointed kid who gets a crock pot <laughs> instead of a stuffed animal. He's like, I want the. I want a SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. like, crop. no, you well, need this- to help this family. <laughs> it's on you. You're the breadwinner, Timmy. No, but the good thing about David Buster's is that you can keep your tickets on your card and not spend them then. You can come back another oh, time. Oh, it's like a bank account. Yeah, David kind of. Like an EBT yeah. card. David <laughs> yeah. Buster's welfare. That's why they have yeah. the crockpots. <laughs> yes. So I was there with my friend Bennett, who's a writer. And uh, do you, I don't know if you guys know Bennett Weber, but he's so funny. And um, and uh, we always wrote on sports shows together. And so we were there and I wasn't drinking. Yeah. And he was like, what happened? Did you hook up with another skateboarder? And I was like, it would be <laughs> awesome if I hooked up with a skateboarder like someone who was sponsored <laughs> but i looked up for the guy that had to ride a skateboard like as trans well that's with too many for because too many duis probably. <laughs> yeah probably uh, that's yeah awesome. i went to reno and they had i did a, i did the catch a rising star in reno and in the casino in reno they had a back to the future uh video uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. slot machine mm-hmm. game, and it was awesome and yeah. i won like 200 bucks on it did i play oh, yeah. you know i used to play roulette all the time at casinos and stuff like that and and then uh, for a while, I uh, was the like host of the the show at the Palms Casino that in Court Vegas? McCown. Yeah, yeah. Like once a month, I would go in and host it. And um, probably good. Money, so I right? really it was good, but it was also just a free chill weekend in yeah. Vegas and um, at the Palms, which yeah, is a nice place. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, the real world casino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but I learned how to really gamble there because I bet you're I, a good gambler. I'm. You know what? It's like I don't even play blackjack or real, like none of that stuff anymore. I used to do that, and then I started playing um, craps. No, I uh, started playing like nickel slot machines, and I would play any one that I didn't understand. Yeah. And then I would maybe always Maybe you're a terrible win. gambler. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. You would always win. Always. win. always. But, like, but there's, there's, no sign, there's no, like, thought to that, right? No. No, you're just hitting the buttons. No, but if especially if you, and I would always bring uh, somebody with me, like another comic, and I would make them play with me, and because then they would win, too, because, like, it's like our machines would, like, feed They'll off of connect, each other. right? People yeah. people would be standing around, and we're like, birds of wonder, or whatever <laughs> it is, you know? Like, oh, my God. It's so funny. It's the most fun, because birds you have no idea why you're winning ever and you're like oh my god i have 18 mocking jays and i got nothing yeah yeah, you get two bluebirds and you're like oh my god i just went 300 dollars and then it comes (laughs) out then you get two bluebirds then you get two bluebirds again and they're like oh no nothing not this time time. it's almost like a schizophrenic (laughs) design the games yeah yeah pumpkin and a lampshade (laughs) you get 50 dollars because you're always excited and sad at complete for no rhyme or reason and (laughs) you're just like yelling at a machine but drinking and having a good like it's so much fun well they say that 
craps is like the best. Yeah, but I played craps I think, once with uh, who was it? A comic. It was I forget who it was. He taught me how to play craps, and it, it actually is fun. Once you get into it, and you it get, is fun. Get really I, I still don't know how to play it, but I mean, like, at, you kind of get the the rhythm of it as you're going. I forgot yeah. like ten minutes after see, I played. I think what happens, and you can win the most money. You from really there. can because yeah. it has the best odds in the house. But yeah. I think like for me, I realized that like I don't win unless I'm having a good time. And if I play those table games, like sometimes I'm like thinking too much and like not having yeah. just like a relaxed fun time. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like a like a metaphor for like when it, when you do always make money in life when you're just like yeah. happy when you're like being ha- yourself. Yeah, like money yeah. doesn't buy happiness, but happiness always I brings don't know. you Tell money. That to Howard Hughes. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but happiness always brings you money. Like uh, for it? me, it does. Like when I'm happy, I'm just like always like working and well, like, it I just keeps I don't know about bringing money, think, but happiness. Uh, if I'm if I'm relaxed and happy, I always have. It always gets the best results. Like I'll yeah. do the best on stage or I'll uh, yeah, I'll do, stuff, I, yeah. I, I admit that, but I, I I don't know if that's a scientific thing. You know, I, I don't just, know. Uh, I think that's just how it is for me. Like for it's me, just, it's for a, you. It's if I'm relaxed about it and I'm not, well, and I, I don't let my, money. Uh, I live my days in a state of abject terror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I've been on a plane way. with yeah. you, I know. <laughs> There's basically a yin-yang right now. It's Sarah, Sarah and Dan. It's I know. the light and the dark together. <laughs> uh, I am I've a really positive before. person. Um, huh? You see me depressed? Oh, yeah, super. This summer was a really hard time for me. Are you okay now? Yeah, and I think, honestly, that that's what turned it around is like I first just of all being at a dinner with me. You're just like no, no, I've not to turn yet. this no, around. No, Jesus no. Christ. No, but I realized I kept going like, why am I not happy? You know, like what's right. happening? And then I realized that I had just like lost my confidence. Yeah. And and then I I don't even know how I really got I got it back a couple ways, like cause just like random like run-ins with somebody that I really respected who Gave me the confidence I needed, so like no. a little boost. Was it you with, like, <laughs> no. with Bruce Valanche or something. Yeah, <laughs> yes, totally it was random. the president. Uh. Random. Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah. So then all of a sudden, and like now I'm just on this like huge upswing, and it, and then it's also like I have to make sure that I don't think about money or anything like that because. That just takes away creativity in my mind, you know. Like if you, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. I think that it does. That does because I got I so worried, money, but, and yeah, I had I gone through all my savings, and I had gone, th- and I was like, oh my god, I'm never gonna work again, and then, and it just becomes this spiral, you know, mm-hmm. where you're just mm-hmm. like, and then people are coming up to me, and they're like, oh my god, you're killing it out there, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm not. <laughs> killing it. I'm like worried about losing my house. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm worried about. You have a house. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't own it, but I rent a house and I, I like, you know, I was like, I went to the woods. I went to the woods for like four days and I read a bunch of books. Yeah. Yeah. By myself. What did you (laughs) read? My dog. I read Gone Girl, but then in like a day. You're like, now I'm ready to feel positive. But then I read some like other like motivational books. What are the motivational ones? um, You know, like Like the four. Tolly and all that stuff. Yeah. The five. um, the five uh, arc agreements or something, the four agreements uh-huh. and stuff like that. And like, you know, which the main one that I got out of that was like always, um, always do your best, but not yeah. better. Don't try to be better than your best. Uh-huh. Just, and, and obviously you have to my, be your best. Yeah, my best is like making sure the soup is the right temperature. Yeah, but as soon as then, you know that. Yeah, then you're good. Then I'm killing and I don't, it. And if I don't pressure myself to be skinnier than I should be or, you know, funnier than I should mm. be or, 
It's like trying to be taller than you but should be. But you're still trying. You're still trying of course. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because as life, a comic, yeah. you always want to be your best. There's never, there's never, there's never going to be a place where I'm at my best. I have well, that with, that with I... not being bit, like not being, bit, not comparing myself to other things. That's yeah, another good that's thing. Really that's hard. really yeah, hard. Yeah, not. It's so hard and it's yeah. so hard. Oh, and I've been yeah, trying yeah. not to do that. That's my thing where yeah. I'm like, it's making me depressed when I do it, so I should stop right. doing it. Yeah. Yeah, and one of the agreements is to be impeccable with your word. I was gonna be like, I was actually gonna get it tattooed on because it's like, because I'm such a truthful, honest person. And during that depressive time, I would find myself like lying to myself or, you know, like not lying, but just like not like, oh, like just saying like, no, I'm fine, I'm great, everything's Mm -hmm. good. And it's like it's not. And so, if I'm just honest about who I am and where I am and where what's going on. Maybe a maybe people will stop asking me, but then, yeah. <laughs> but right. also like the more honest you are with yourself, the easier it is to like move forward. Okay, yeah, like I mean, th- I mean, this city more than anything else, it really reminds you, mm-hmm. you know, like well, you spend a lot of time with yourself. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I've it noticed matter. that even just be being here a few days, and I'm standing at my sister's in the back and, of her house, and and even then I'm like. I find myself talking to myself. And everybody yeah. opens. You can go with, a whole day without talking to anyone. Yeah. Everybody opens with career shit. Every time yeah. you have an interaction, yes. it's like I'm doing see, this. I'm the doing word. that. So that's yeah. why when I see people, I purposely go, "How is how's life?" Because I don't want them thinking I'm asking them, "What have you done lately in comedy?" Yeah. 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 No, it's something. To, and and you can hear like right now, I'm in a very good place. I'm excited about mm-hmm. the stuff I'm working on, but it doesn't matter because if somebody's like, wow, I just got uh, staffed working on this show. Yeah. And then you're like, well, fuck, why can't I get that? Why can't I and get then, that? Dan, you le- I'm like, I, you can't do that right now. <laughs> no. You're doing this other thing doing, that would yeah. preclude you from yeah. doing that. That's so a, what yeah. are you talking I don't just want about? Your brain job. doesn't remember that. No, yeah. your brain doesn't yeah. remember For that. For me, I don't want just a job. I want all of all the, the jobs. jobs. <laughs> yeah. like, all like the jobs. All the jobs. This greedy thing about me. But it's also the workaholic in us. You know what I mean? It's like that driven like because you can't be a comedian if you don't have you drive if you right. don't get up every day and go like yes I want to be funny I want to do this well you can't be, be a successful comedian you can't be a successful right. yeah so and and I tell people this all the time who moved to LA I think we talked about it it's just that like it's a really tough transition to move from New York to LA because New York there's so people there do other things besides yeah. this business and you interact yeah. with people in the stock market and shit like that yeah, yeah, but yeah. here that doesn't like happen you're douchey in a different yeah. way <laughs> and people are really loners they don't like to go out they don't really like to talk to people and i realize here you're saying here yeah in yeah, los here. angeles yeah, yeah. and i think that that is because like honestly like it is so difficult to have to be here in in that environment that you just put your head down and you just go forward and then yeah. you just kind of get into the stream like you're just like a, a salmon just trying to swim upstream with everybody else and if you're over here going like why is it like that then you're just lost so yeah. you have to just get in the stream and go and just do the work as Gloria Stefan once said let the rhythm take you over yeah <laughs> it's got to get busy and then you don't think about it you don't right. think about how much it sucks here. We have shirts, like I always say that there are shirts that say I love New York, but we have shirts here that say I like LA. Yeah, like yeah. no one, lo- nobody loves it. Uh-huh. That's just funny. go like, all right, I'm dealing with it. They this. do you, have those shirts. Yeah, did you live in shirts. New York for a bit? Have I? Yeah. No, I never you have. You came straight here from mm-hmm. where we, where you, where did you grow? Oh, you're from Georgia? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not like, I'm going back to New York for a full month in December, and I'm really not looking forward to the city, and I'm not looking forward to Brooklyn, but I am looking forward to those shitty tri-state gigs. <laughs> you know, I yeah. am. Like, I'm looking forward to, like... Yeah, because you're getting used get, to spread out. Yeah, I'm uh, doing, like, an upstate New York tour mm-hmm. with uh, this dude, Kevin, who's a fucking maniac. And I'll tell you that, <laughs> who Kevin Salisbury, oh, I don't know. he's running the... T- he's already... He's running this tour. <laughs> it's me, Scott Chaplin, who's a really funny New York guy. He's, mm-hmm. like, my opener. And uh, and and uh, and Kevin. 
and Kevin calls me up and says, hey, I got an idea for the tour. He is... He's Kenny Powers. Like, do it to He is Kenny. Like, Wait, is this the guy that did the other show? He did the show, yeah, where he tr- he started out in a top hat and a tux, and got and no one showed up. It was an outdoor show, so he got progressively drunker. And then by the end of it, he goes, well, you know, I've been waiting my whole life to get out of this fucking town. And he brought up Scott as Scott Ch- uh, Champlin or something like that. Oh. So Champlain. he calls me up, and he's like, he's like, all right, I got the name for the tour. And I'm like, what is it? And he has a beard. He goes, I'm... I remember Scott being beautiful. And I'm like, sure, he's not. But I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's beautiful. He's got, All right, so I'm thinking about calling it Beauty and the Beards. And I said, uh, yes, do it. Yes. We have to do press, and Scott will have to introduce himself as Beauty on every press. And he's like, what, what the fuck? People are going to think I'm gay now. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. It's going to be entertaining yeah, for me. I'm the beard. You know, to just watch you have to explain it. I remember it. Scott Well, being I'm Beauty and those yeah, are the Beards. Because I remember Scott being, and like, uh, you know, he'll like, like, he'll like, like, Kevin will just post pictures of him Facebook with his ass out dancing on a bar. Uh. And like, uh, you know, like, you know, when he's going through a breakup because those are like three days of posts, like, oh. well, some fucking bitches like to run their mouth. <laughs> it's like oh everybody God. knows. So it's going to be an amazing just tour. Just the most hayseed shit. But yeah, uh, it was, it's pretty nuts. But what do you think is the work? Because you were talking about this one night stand with a mysterious comedian <laughs> who uh, may or may not. Uh, you guys all know. Who we know. Who everybody already may or may not be Tommy yeah. Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what do you think is the work, like the the one night stand that you regret the most? You're like, why the fuck did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> I really don't have a lot of them. Yeah. To be honest. Um, but I did have one where I don't even I don't remember the guy's name, obviously. But like, it's so nuts for there's no, there had to be one that was like, okay, I have to get out of here. Like, I, how am I gonna get out of here? How am I? How am I he came to my house too, and oh. it was in the valley, and and like we were making out at the bar, like it was like a the sunset trocadero or something, mm-hmm. and um and then he like followed me. He was like, oh, okay, I'll come to your place, and so he like followed me to the valley where yeah. I lived, and the whole drive. Uh, you know, I'm sure he's like, yeah, it's going to be awesome. And I'm like, why am I doing this? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> so, <stupid. laughs> so by the time we get to my house, I'm like not even into it anymore. But right. I feel like, well, I got to well, Are you stone sober or are you? Uh, by then. Yeah, Because you know, yeah, I had to drive right. home, so I wasn't yeah. too drunk. That's another know? reason people don't hang out here, I think, driving. Not to yeah, yeah. go to a side. Yeah. But yeah, that's another thing. Like, But now on. that we have UberX, everything's great. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I take UberX a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, and so that's like, if them? I know, like, for the night of the roast, I was like, nope, I know I'm going to be drinking. I'm going to be nervous. <laughs> like, I'm going to go. Uh, so, yeah, so. Once he got there, then that was where I was like, well, I'm not going to blow him. I don't want him to think I like him. So <laughs> I, I, I Oh, that is when the hand job. Oh, you had sex with him. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. that's easier. Than a hand job? Yeah. You can just put some lotion on your hand and go for it. No, that's a, that's a work on my part. Oh, if he, you just, if I, so you if, just let him fuck you. you just let him. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, okay. <laughs> I love how the blowjob is like, I, if I really like a guy, I blow him. Well, yeah, there's like it, no protection there. It's yeah, a little bit more true. invasive. I got to think yeah. like, like when, I, when I like a girl and I hear, when I hear like, like for, for instance, like I, I, you know, like I'm talking to my ex again, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've, it's been like seven months. If it ever happened again, I'm, we've both, I'm sure, hooked up with other people mm-hmm. in the past seven months. But it would be more devastating to be like, if I'd be like, yeah, I slept with this guy. That's not as bad as somebody, yeah, I blew this guy. For some reason, yeah. that no, hurts yeah. more, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very like, personal thing. It's very personal. Yeah. It's like and a also, mafia thing. I, I don't a, care. It's a mafia Catholic thing of like, <laughs> you put his penis in your mouth. And like with both like, uh, yeah, with both, yeah. 
with both like like eat when I'm going down on a girl or when a girl's going down on me, there is still someone has the queer power there, you know? Oh yeah. So there is that element of that other person's being used no matter what. And I think that that also gets in my head. I know oh, that's not, mm-hmm. that's not like real. That's not a real, I go, if you're dating someone, that's not a real thing or something like mm-hmm. that. But, uh, I don't know. I just feel like, the, I don't know. There's something. Yeah. I mean, it. and for me, like it's something that I enjoy doing. So yeah. it's not like I, it, for me to not Get ready do for it some was like creepy a real emails from our listeners. <laughs> yeah. I heard enjoy. you enjoy this. <laughs> enjoy which one? Blow. blow really? Jobs. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's wow, like, this it's is... kind of like my precursor. Like it helps me get turned on. Okay. All right. If that cool. That makes any sense. No, it makes, but, makes like, complete sense. All of a sudden, like, you see steam awesome. coming out of our ears. <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> a lot of girls like giving heads. We turn into cartoon dogs. What? Yeah. Well, a lot of girls like giving heads. Mm-hmm. Most yeah. girls like really? giving head. Okay. Most girls I've been with. Because girls I mean, want to be did, good at it. They liked it before they met me, and then they're like, maybe I didn't like maybe it. Maybe it's not the best thing ever. I don't know. It's a lot of work. Uh, yeah, Why does your so, dick smell like beer? <laughs> yeah. I really don't have a lot of one-night stands. I actually wrote um, a, a pilot called One Night Stand. Like, that was yeah. like, the, 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 the show was a... Uh, was called something else, but uh, the show was called Walk of Shame. But then, like the the the, the episode? episode title was One Night Stand, and it's where I like hook up with a guy, and he only has one nightstand in his bedroom. Yeah, and I don't have anywhere to put my stuff, and so that makes me want to leave. <laughs> and then it turns out like that's like the ruse for him to like get girls out, so that he just like makes them uncomfortable, and then they don't want to stay the night. And I was like, that's genius. I need to start doing that. That's funny. No, yeah. was that from something that actually happened? No. Oh, okay, okay. That's hilarious. Uh, actually, yes, it is something that did happen. <laughs> actually, now that I think about Comic? it. Comic? <laughs> no. Carrot Top? Yes, Carrot Top. <laughs> well, you know, like I, I had a boyfriend who was a comic for like five years, so now who I don't really go out with comics. Aaron Cater. I don't know that one. A book Oh, I know who that Arab is. He's comic. He was on the Axis of Evil tour with Moz and Ahmed. Oh, okay. And they did a special on Comedy Central. So, yeah, like, yeah, like I, I was... He's married now, and uh, Nada, his wife, is so sweet. And I was so invited to the cool. wedding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, but no, I don't know if I could date another comic. I just don't know. It's, it's hard to. I never thought I could. And then now that I meet like more comics, like now that we're like older and we're different, now I go. Now it might be easier. Well, it well after you go through the the whole thing and you and you know what you know now. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a thing that happens, like like you were talking about before about being positive. I've never dated a comic, but it's got to be hard not comparing what you're doing to what the other comics Yeah, do. even though you're a man and a woman. And like yeah, you're, yeah, and it's, you know, there's, no, there's yeah. no linear anything. I mean, people yeah. always ask me if it's hard to be a female comic, and I'm like, no, it isn't an advantage. Like, I have a huge advantage Thank on God anybody you said else. That. Thank because God Especially you said if that. you're good at it. Yes. Like, and the problem you're is, if you're comic. not good at it, then you're. You if you're know, not good at it, you're a female comic. comic. If you're good at it, you're just a comic. <laughs> yeah. Because you yeah. said that you said that, you're a yeah. good comic. Emily Heller has said that. She's like, I just think I'm a comic. Well, yeah. I, here's what I think. I don't, Not to be a dick. But it is an advantage. Like Anytime you have something um, different about you, it's a, an advantage. Every staff, you know, like, and, you know, I, yes, all women still, but yeah. every staff, like last year I, I interviewed a staff with like seven shows, mm-hmm. and I I don't think, I maybe one I got a, you know, one looked good, but I, I ended up doing something else anyway, but it was so harder, much harder for white guys to get oh, staffed. Of course, but you know, I, they're looking, you know, but here's, but, the, thing, here's the thing though. It's like it's like it's like booking a show. I understand that. You, I understand you need perspective. That. Right, I understand it. But well, here's the thing is and I feel like this is way more of a thing with <laughs> it's like gonna black, affirmative black action people in a than than, <laughs> than women mm-hmm. where that then once they get on that staff, you're dealing with a lot of guys who 
either have no experience with women because they're comedy writers mm-hmm. or resent women. Yeah. You know, so it's Or think harder. that you're only there because you're a woman. Right. Yeah. And it's harder to get stuff on. And also because, like, you know, they're you know they, they're like, well, I've never grown up in a black neighborhood, of it, so I don't think that's funny. Yeah, you know, like, right. there is, but like, once you get on, it's harder. But I it's also like. a thing where it's like, look at the ratios of the numbers of, of minority and women writers that are on these shows. Like, and there was an article about all the late night shows, and they would be like, this, this has one female writer. This, this has is, none. Yeah, this has still, one black dude on Well, it. I do feel like that, like, in, all right, like, and this is, this is something I've been thinking about, too, like, Hilar- like some hilarious black comedians who've been able to, uh, in the past couple of years, I would say, you know, break into, you know, traditionally white areas of comedy. All the one thing though that those guys have in common is that they're lo- they're really they're all hilarious, but they do have a lower energy element yeah. to all of them. Yeah, swagger. Which I feel like yeah, but huh. lower energy on top of swagger. It doesn't like, seem as aggressive. It, it doesn't seem threatening. Right. But if you had a Cat a Williams point. or something like right. that, that would freak white people out because this is somebody who is uh, not ashamed. There's a kind of there's an exception to the rule, kind of Kevin Hart. Yeah, but Kevin, Kevin but Hart, but he's is a superstar. So is Cat Williams. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking tiny, about though, someone yeah. who's able to. And Kevin has never. He wasn't on Saturday Night Live. He was never a, a no, writer but he's, for Conan but he's or something huge, like that. And white people like him. Well, I know that, but I'm t- I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who are able to ingratiate themselves and uh, come up the ladder. Yeah, Kevin is somebody who is a superstar, just like Cat Williams. It's like a different situation. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Sure. Yeah, that makes yeah sense but I go to see Cat. I go see Kevin Hart movies. I don't go see Cat Williams movies. I don't even know. Well, they're all like soul playing. What are yeah. they? I don't know. <laughs> That's all, exactly. No, it's just surveillance it. videos from when he freaks out. Yeah, yeah. That's it's the movie. usually TMZ, yeah. I think. Is that a movie? Yeah, that's I, it. Saw, I saw the new I, I saw one that was actually pretty good. It was based on like David Mamet's sexual perversions in Chicago. Oh, that's a good play. Yeah, it's good. They they did a version of that, the Kevin Hart. That was actually not bad. No, that's cool. But I feel like it kind of flew to the radar. Yeah, but, I feel like like as a woman, like I've been uh, I've only been staffed on one show <clears throat> and I, I've definitely applied for a lot. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm and, st- and, and, and I not never, gotten it oh. just like a bunch of white co- white guy comics haven't gotten. Yeah, it. yeah. and I and I uh, and I and I'm sympathetic. Like people go, like oh, I don't. I never really think women are funny, but you're funny. And I go, I don't find a lot of people funny. Right. You yeah. know, just yeah. like as a whole, like and but and isn't it the best? Also, really quickly, that people have to preface it by saying that that people have to give that little caveat and go, I don't usually find women funny, but you're funny. But you're oh my god, you yeah. you find me funny? Yeah, you would never this say that to of a, a Jewish morality? person or a black person. Yeah. No, no, but yeah, I, it's true. I do feel like women are much more drawn to sketch than stand up. Like I mm-hmm. think there's just as many funny women as men, but I feel for whatever reason, I feel like they're drawn more to well, sketch or improv. Well, I think also, improv. like, the topics, like, if I talk about relationships, I get branded as, like, this relationship person, even yeah. though every man I know talks about dating in some way. Yeah. yeah. But I get branded, like, all she talks about is dating. It's like, well, I mean, that's, like, I have a perspective on it that's different than everything you've ever heard. So that's why I talk about it. But it's also what I'm going through. It's not like yeah, if I was yeah. married, I would be talking about being married or right. kids, you know, I'd be talking about having kids. And, yeah. But I'm not, so this is what I'm talking about. But also, like, I just feel like, I, you know, I always feel so much pressure all the time to, to because if I'm on a show, I'm usually the only woman on the show. Right. Uh, even if I'm at the comedy store, you know what I mean? Like, even yeah. if I'm, especially if I'm at the comedy store. But <laughs> if, if I do a bad job, people leave there and they go, yep, women aren't funny. If yeah. I don't, if I do a great job, they go, hmm, maybe women are funnier than That's, I thought. Yeah, it, it's but... a very bizarre thing. But also, like, 
I think as a whole, it's hard for people to laugh at a woman. It's hard. Like we've been trained, you guys have been trained as men growing up to like not laugh at girls, not make fun of girls, like be nice to girls. So if yeah. a girl is up there talking, it's hard to just be like, she's an idiot. Because yeah. if you look on TV, women don't play the idiots. They play the smart wife yeah. and the guy's the idiot. And That's there's true. also, there's a this, there's this sex thing in there. It's like you don't yeah. want to laugh at the person that you want to have sex with. <laughs> right. It's true. Yeah. It's, you know what I'm saying? I, I, yeah, I always got weirded out by that. One of my exes was like, you know, we could, we can make sex funny. I'm like, no, we can't. <laughs> no, you can't <laughs> yeah, make though. sex funny. <laughs> no. Not but my sister's funny. very funny, you know, and I, that's, that's somebody. That's interesting that you brought your well, sister up after, well, guys, after sex. <laughs> we have a very true detective type relationship. Uh, villain from True Detective. You, you make flowers with your sister? Make flowers. <laughs> Oh, that oh was crazy. Did you watch True Detective? Make flowers on her. Yeah. Oh, it's so crazy. That is like Metzger that... couldn't let that go. And by the way, I just want to preface this with a thought bubble. I'm saying I'm always nervous. I don't want to. I know you don't want. No, you said you no. Know? They're funny dudes. No, Everybody but that knows is that. an interesting comment. Like I would. It's like, true. It is, but it's, it's like, not shitting on them. It's shitting on. It's the same white with people, Ian basically. Edwards. Ian yeah. Edwards is a genius. Yeah. And I think the he's reason. He's a lower energy guy. He's a very low Who's energy that? guy. Ian Edwards. He's a, he's also a great writer. I know who he is. Yeah. but That yeah. show is so good. I hear no. it's really good. It's so good. And you're right. That's because of the society we live in. That's probably why they that do translates want better. Yeah. They want, they want their. It's like, all right, you want docile black dudes on TV. And that makes sense. It, yeah. it, I mean, it makes sense that, that that would be a thing. I think you want just like, I think just like, I think as a society too, we're just like into that more anyway. Like, we, we don't like this aggressive human. Anymore, we don't like yeah. Kinnisons anymore. You know, yeah, we, yeah. we like people who are just like a little bit more chill. We'll, chill and like, well I think. Well, I don't think that's, that's true kind everywhere. Of a I, think I don't yeah, know, yeah, man. Yeah. I feel like I still feel like that uh, some people can do it. You know, like you I mean, mean oh, you like, like angryish? Like, but he's not angry because you have like Louis Black who has like an angry. He's like an angry dude and. And he's like a legend. Oh, know? Bill Burr, though. Come Bill on. Bill Burr is yeah. like the angry. most aggressive guy ever. Yeah, he's pretty not aggressive. that aggressive. He's pretty aggressive. He's, but it's like, I it's mean, the kind of aggressive like where you're not. Boston or, aggressive. It's yeah, like, because yeah, yeah. I have it, if I'm doing stand up and I get mad and nobody ever, ta people laugh at me. If I'm, like, I'll goof, the goofy get mad. And people yeah. are like, oh, this is hilarious that he's not. See, he's, men get mad at me all the time. And I've had, I've had a really big problem the last few weekends where it's like, they're so uncomfortable that I'm bringing up things that they think can, like, you know, ruin their date that they're on. Well, cut to you, like, doing, like, we can all agree the Holocaust didn't happen. You're yeah, saying, yeah, right. the worst shit ever. And we're like, wait, You hate that because you're male. Trying <laughs> yeah. to help men get laid more. You know what I mean? I'm, like, right. my whole act is that. So if I don't tell you what you're doing wrong, then you can't do anything right. And well, some what's guys, the number one? Yeah. Thing that guys have done, you think that's okay? I'll put it this My way: not guys thing. that you're unattracted to, you, but guys you were attracted to, and then they do this, and you completely dry up. Whatsoever. And Dan's gonna take notes. Well, <laughs> I think mostly it's like us, like just like how men don't really have skills at like work stuff anymore. Yeah, like men aren't men anymore. Like yeah. men call somebody to exterminate bugs and put up shelves and stuff. And like, yeah. and I just, I want like a manly man. I want like somebody that can put up stuff or fix yeah. something. And, and my mom and my well, dad. Boy, have you come to the wrong place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, exactly. I'm feeling very uncomfortable right now. I don't yeah. like you bringing it. <laughs> yeah, see, but see what's what I'm always like, gosh, like the best thing about a man is that you can give a man, there, a man, man's never going to ask for directions, but if you tell him what to do and where to go, they will follow directions, and they're so good at it. And like, yeah. I'll be like, go stand over there. You're like, okay, will you pick that up and put that over? Yeah, sure, no problem. 
Yeah. Like oh, just, you like that? Yeah. No, I'm not saying that I like that, <laughs> like but that is the do. best thing. But women don't. We we're we're very incapable of telling you what to do because we get branded as like being you know bitchy or like yeah. to, you know like your mother. Well, well, here's the thing. It's so complicated because you like that idea of a man being a man, but part of that package comes with is there's there's a misogyny that comes with that. Yeah. So you're willing to deal with that. But what's the like, misogyny? I'm saying that you comes no, she wants like Carrie Elways in the beginning of Princess Bride. <laughs> As you oh, wish. Oh, yeah, just like a <laughs> no, sen- sensitive and strong that. man. No. Like, sen- yeah. Well, you could do shit. <laughs> as you, as you <laughs> No, the, uh, that's I a, want, that's like, the best movie in the world. I want, like, so, so if you're looking at, like, a sex in the city perspective, there's right. always two people that women like, and that's Big and Aiden. And Aiden made furniture, and Big made money. And, the, and I'd rather like... have somebody that made furniture. Right, but that's that's only, that's picking one part of that. Persona. And that's I feel like cool. every comic is the writer who broke up with her to left the post-its. That's the third one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah. You think they're deep you and sensitive, but then post-it. by the end of it, you realize they're just a moral coward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then what, what happens, a lot of those guys that are still like that are also going to be very not the greatest. Like, they're not going to be the most sensitive to... I don't women. need them to be sensitive. Or a little like, lame. They're like be the a... Skeleton Twins. Have you seen that movie? No. Like, Luke Wilson plays a great guy. He's like... <gasps> Really handy, but he's also he like just doesn't get her the whole movie either. Like Kristen Wake's character. I guess so. Like I, I'm a very traditional woman. Okay. I guess that's a, my my problem. Don't yeah. have that, a like, tail. I like yeah. yeah. What'd you say? I don't like, have a tail. Or <laughs> yeah, night vision. <laughs> I uh, I like to cook. I like to make you breakfast in the morning. I like to pack your lunch. I, think yeah. I, I fell in love with you know? during this <laughs> like, podcast. So when you when you do the jo- like when you there's you have a bunch of jokes like that on stage mm-hmm. when you talk about that. Do, you, do women get mad at you? No, we, they don't. Women love it, and then men get insecure about it, and they buckle up, and then that's when it gets really uncomfortable. But if men would just laugh along and be like taking yeah, sure, notes mentally, cut the next time you see me, I'm like buffing sandalwood, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, with your shirt off, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're like, put the shirt back on. <laughs> I mean, Jesus I feel Christ. like I, feel like you change her mind about the, the manly men. <laughs> She's like, you know, what? I just want a normal. <laughs> I think I'm a good catch. I just like because especially because I like. On Sunday, Sundays is the Lord's Day. I only watch sports on Sundays. I don't leave my house, you know, and I just yeah. cook food at home and I watch. You're very traditional. You're yeah. very except I don't go to church. That's like the only thing. But yeah. I believe. That, Are you like, religious? I believe like for a woman to feel love, we need to be held and touched and stuff. And for a man to feel love, he needs respect. And I am all about like I can't be with someone that I just don't like admire. Yeah, like, I have to really admire. Okay. Yeah, and it's hard to find that. You will not suck the dick of a guy who you don't admire. Right. <laughs> yeah, help me. You know, fuck you. That's my whole thing. Help me. <laughs> help you. me. Uh. Fuck you. Yes. That's pretty, oh, that's pretty cool. But chin. I think what happens is I think you're you're in the minority. Yes. Yes. Okay, so you know that, obviously. I do know that. Yeah. And yeah. I also, my dating pool is Los Angeles. Which makes everything much more. Oh difficult. God, yeah, you know you're not going to find that. Yeah, well, I mean, and what's? But I've literally been all over the country, and I meet people, you know, and guys are like, "No, I could do that." I'm like, "You're sitting on, on a date. You're with a girl right now. <laughs> like, you yeah. didn't come here by yourself, offering to put up shelves. Yeah, like yeah. all of the men that are like that, a lot of them are taken. Yeah, yeah, and if they're not, like, they're like f- crazy. Some of them are. I gotta go to the learning annex and take a. But here's the thing: class. you might, you might have a lot of guys that are like that. I would I would assume 
their wife or their girlfriend being a comic, they'd have a major issue yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah. That, because it uh, takes a lot of confidence for, to be with a, to, a comic. To, but to let, be your, with a, let your girl be funny. To but let, also, to admit that yeah, she's funny. guys like to be taller. Guys like to be stronger. They like to make more money, and they like to be the funny one. And I take one of those away sometimes too, depending on where you wait tables. You know, uh, hey, so right, like, right. I can't like I can't help that. You know, that's just my job. And yeah. um, and so yeah, it does get very um, it does get tough out there because it takes a lot of confidence. And so, um, like you end up having to date people that like make more money than you because somehow money buys confidence. Yeah. And I don't, I don't yep. set out for that. But it just you know, happens. It just happens. And then, you know, it just, it's, it's, it's also like I hang out with dudes nonstop. I go on the road with men. I, yeah. you know, like I'm out of town. Yeah, you're I'm not. The only you're woman. not squeamish. You're that's not another thing yeah. where I yeah. feel like that that's yeah. a big thing where. Yeah. If you're hanging out with guys a lot, guys All get very insecure about that. Yeah. So it just takes like that. Yeah, they have to have that super secure feeling and well, and Dan, I have no problem giving that to them but they have to have a little bit of that on their own or else I can't help that yeah yeah there has to be a, like a seedling of it yeah and then you can <laughs> yeah. maybe grow I can on help it. it grow yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I can yeah. tend the garden I would love to be like that I never I'm not the type I'm a you have, you're pretty confident I'm Oh, I'm confident. It's not con- confident-wise, but I mean, like, manly men type. I think part of the reason I'm not like that is because I grew up with my mom and two sisters. Yeah. And and I was always taught. I think I've talked about this before. It's, yeah. I was always like, they, I feel like women were put on such a pedestal. I, to offend a woman was like a big fucking deal. Well, yeah, I grew up with a uh, with a. You di- need to be a little bit of a dick. Yeah. With yeah. My, my dad's a writer, and yeah. my mom kind of bossed him around, so it never. Yeah, right. But um, we, I want to keep going, but we got to end this. Ah! I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm we, sorry. We, we have, we have, we have like yeah. back to back. Yeah, this, was, this was great. Thank but you so thank much you for so doing much. this. Um, this will probably be coming out in January. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're pretty so, backlogged. Um, do you yeah. have anything this winter you want to plug? <laughs> yeah. You going oh, in January, I'll be in v- Vegas. At oh, nice. Oh, at the Palms? Or the, oh, Brad Garrett's Club? Oh, yeah. Brad Garrett's. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that would be awesome. Thank you so much. And then we can find you on Twitter. On Twitter, at what? Sarah Tiana. Sarah with an H, Tiana with a Tiana. And, okay. <laughs> and what's your your website? SarahTiana.com. Okay, cool. Yeah. And Dan? Uh, DanStagerMain.net, which always is insecure <laughs> to bring up. And, dot net. and then uh, you can a, get my a, album, a Bad of the Good Times. Uh, oh, sorry. Say that records. again. Bad of the Good Times on a special. Wait. Yes, yeah, a special thing, Records. And I'm uh, SeanDonnellyComedy.com, and I am at Time on Twitter. All right. Thank, thank you. you so much. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was great. Thank you for listening to the My Dumb Friends podcast. Here's where you can see our host performing live this week. Dan St. Germain will be performing at Zany's Comedy Club in Chicago from Wednesday, February 25th through Saturday, February 28th. Then Dan will be back in L.A. at a whole bunch of places. For specific show times, go to dansaintgermain.net. Sean Donnelly is going to be performing in and around New York City this week at a multitude of shows. For specific show times and locations, go to seandonnellycomedy.com. Your erstwhile co-host and producer, Thomas Attila Lewis, speaking now is on the pretty much the best comedy show at Proctor's Theater in Schenectady, New York, on Saturday, February 28th, with the great James Goff headlining. So for more on that, go to TomDog.com. We would love to hear from you, our listeners. We love you guys. In March, we're going to be recording a listener mailbag episode. So 
please send us an email at mydumbfriendspodcast at gmail.com. That's mydumbfriendspodcast at gmail.com. If you have feedback about the show, you, you, you need some advice on, I don't know, relationships or drug addiction or uh, conspiracy theories or uh, creepy things that I might talk about, uh, please send the email now. And while you are still so incredibly motivated, why don't you give the podcast a rating and a review on iTunes and Stitcher? It takes like five seconds. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but okay, 25 seconds. Just rate it and write a sentence. That's all we need on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, Thanks so much. We'll be back next week with another great show. The My Dumb Friends podcast is part of the All Things Comedy Network. For other great comedy podcasts, go to allthingscomedy.com. So lift me up. Lift me up. Our opening and closing song is called Mary the Boxer by Phil Pickens. You can find out more about Phil at philpickens.com. Don't